Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Our number two Oilers now. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott and Dayton Abbott. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. And I will get to some text momentarily. We'll hear from Natalie Minkler from the Oilers Community Foundation. And Alex Chason, who's back for two more years in Edmonton, came on a PTO, got himself a $650,000 deal, scored 22 goals. Second Hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. All right. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, and text us on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford, with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory, one of the largest volume Ford dealers in the province of Alberta, experience the difference of Heartland Ford. Here we go, Brendan. Uh, we're going to get to some texts. Mitch in the Greater out of Camrose, Alberta, says, Bob, any way you cut it, this team is no better. In fact, it's arguably worse than the day that Ken Holland took over. That's not encouraging, says uh, Mitch in the Greater. Do the Oilers have any interest in Marcus uh, Johansson or Ryan Zingle? I don't think that they've got interest in Zingle. I can't speak to Johansson. I guess I can look into that. Uh, I'd also say to you, we're not done yet here in the summer. It is July 4th. Maybe just let's see what we roll out with around September the 15th. This text comes in. Oh, I think I recognize this number. Yeah, I think I do. How's it going, Jim? Uh, 
Uh, Jim has texted the show to say, Bob, the Oilers management, we can't afford that player. The Leafs management, how do we find a way to afford that player? Well, Toronto's, I, frankly, I'm stunned how Toronto's made it all come together. I have. They still got to get Marner signed, but they've got space now, especially once you factor in what would be the inevitable LTIR for uh, Nathan Horton to get that done. And Toronto, you you all know what happened with Nathan Horton, right? The Columbus Blue Jackets signed him and did not pay the insurance on his contract. So that's why they had to do the flip from uh, Horton to for Clarkson. And uh, Toronto, because they've got deeper pockets, could absorb the Horton contract and settle a Clarkson deal. And if you're wondering, traditionally, off the top of my head, I think it's roughly 80%. Uh, the team then only ends up on the hook for 20 when you fully insure a contract. You can text us at 630-630. This text comes in saying, Bob, those kind of negative fans out there spread nothing more than crowd cancer. It's infectious and it kills teams' morale. Um... I think you have to read the negative texts and the positive ones myself on a show called Orders Now. There needs to be, you know, openness in that respect. Any interest, Bob, in Mighty Joe? I think he's referring to Mighty Joe Thornton. I, I don't see that being a fit for both parties. I think Joe Thornton will resign with San Jose. Dan and LaRange says, Bob, why is nobody talking about Sam Gagne as a second-line option on the wing? I think there's some concern on the foot speed with Sam Gagne at this stage. Hank in St. Albert says, um, Bob, Boston's been rumored to be one of the teams interested in Paul Yarvey. Could you foresee a Paul Yarvey for Danton Heinen swap at some point? That kind of makes sense. It's been a name that's been suggested to me. I mean, there was rumors of Pittsburgh, and somebody said, well, what about Brian Rust? Um, I'd have to get more information on Heinen. He's a restricted free agent right now, I believe. I'll go hop on Cap Geek here momentarily. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Bob, question for you. Can Lagesson play the right side? If he can, and I know he's a lefty, I believe he should play with Darnell Nurse as a partner. William Lagesson is a player. Like, I have Caleb Jones and Joel Person here for sure. But you know what? If Jones gets beat out, it's going to be, to me, William Lagesson. And the issue with Joel Person is he's on a uh, one-way deal at a million bucks. The other two guys go down on two-way deals. We'll see. Texter comes in and says, hey, Bob. Is Sam Gagne really any slower than David Perron? Nope. No, that's fair. That's fair. Daryl texts the show to say, I'm not surprised at all that Toronto got the space they've required to get uh, Mitch Marner ultimately signed. Seems like Edmonton has the most problems creating good trades or signings. Well, in fairness to Ken Holland, he inherited the situation. And for as much as we have talked about the Reinhardt deal over the years and the Hall deal and how much influence Pete Shirelli may have had or not had, and for those of us that worked around Pete Shirelli over the last several years, I can tell you that he was a man that would require a lot of autonomy. The body of work in the final year for Shirelli 
has only furthered the challenges that Holland and the new regime has inherited. You had a third-line center in Ryan Strom. He wasn't killing it in Edmonton. He wasn't knocking it out of the park offensively, but he was a third-line center priced at $3 million. He got traded for a player that got bought out in, in uh, Ryan Spooner. Spooner ultimately flipped for Sam Garnier. You traded Drake Kajula, who is a useful swing guy, on a contract that you theoretically could have bought out if you didn't like him that much, at one-third. And you traded him for Brandon Manning, who was more expensive and wasn't even dressing in the AHL playoffs for the Oilers. Even the, th- even the th- you know, like when they did the Weidman trade for Petrovich, the Oilers stuck on more money in that deal for Petrovich. But they also gave up a third-round pick. I kind of feel bad for Alex Petrovich. Like, I actually think he can play in a league as a third-pairing right-shot defenseman. I believe he can play in a league. He didn't show well in Edmonton. Some guys did under Hitchcock, right? Like, Ken, Ken, got, Ken put Zach Cassian in a place that Todd McClellan was never willing to put him in, and Cassian rewarded him. Um, Ken went with... Miko Koskinen. And then it kind of went sideways for Cam Talbot. And I've already getting texters saying, well, Bob, you mentioned the Strom trade. You mentioned the Kajula trade. You mentioned the trade that brought back Petrovich and you gave up a third-round draft choice in that deal. And then there's the Koskinen contract, you know, under 30 games in the NHL. I want to see what Koskinen can do splitting time with Mike Smith. I think he'll be way better, way better. He better be. Otherwise, that too is like he's got to he's got to have he's got to go from like I think he finished nine oh seven nine oh eight save percentage. He's got to get up to you know nine fifteen nine eighteen. Like if the Oilers goaltenders can have a nine fifteen and nine eighteen save percentage, I like the chances to make the playoffs. Time will tell in that regard. Bob. Uh... Sonny in Vancouver says the Leafs have $9 million in uh, space with LTR. You think Marner will sign for only nine, well, $9 million. I think the Leafs will short-term the deal, and I think that's why it'll end up working. Um, and there was a second part of that. Sonny wants to know, where do I have Brodziak penciled in? He's going to compete for a fourth-line center position. Kyle had a back injury last year, and we'll see how he deals with that. Holland says they haven't uh, got enough cap space. If you factor in the 5.3 million LTIR, well, don't forget they can go 10% over. So just a reminder in terms of the salary cap during the season. Can you go grab me the release for uh, uh, thanks, Dayton. Uh, good news with the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. We're going right, to race off right now to Natalie Minkler, uh, who's the director of the foundation. Natalie, welcome back to Oilers Now. How are you doing? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, absolutely. So today uh, was the day that you guys announced that uh, the Community Foundation had uh, given out uh, over uh, $4 million back to the uh, community, which is a a record in terms of uh, donations for initiatives in the province of uh, certainly northern Alberta here. 
Absolutely. A record year for our foundation. And you know what, Bob, we could not do what we do and raise the dollars we do and redistribute them back into the community without the support of our hockey fans and people in northern Alberta. So uh, it's huge kudos to the people who support our foundation and all of our activities that we can do what we do. Yeah, and, and I think that's the biggest thing. This is not coming directly out of uh, the order. Like, this is redistributed money that you guys raised during the course. So when you have uh, Ladies' Night at uh, Rogers Place or uh, various uh, 50, is the 50-50 draws part of this as well, Natalie? How does all that work? Yes, uh, the dollars that we generate come from our 50-50, come from our special events, come from our our uh, game day auctions, our online auctions, and certainly um, we have the support of our players and their families and our organization, but the dollars that we raise really come from the community and and their willingness to support us. And I will say that our 50-50, which is part of our, our donations out, uh, is the most successful 50-50 in the entire NHL. We give away, on average, two fans each night $75,000. It's crazy. It's fantastic. We love it. And when, we, we're, when we're successful, our community is successful. Yeah, well, and I think that it speaks, like, this was a tough year, Natalie. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. Everybody felt it uh, in the office, and, uh, hey, I hear it every day. But it it, it, nonetheless, I think, just reinforces just how tremendous the fans are in oil country. That You know, because there are some charities that have, you know, we we just talked in the previous hour of Louis DeBrusque about some of the golf tournaments are down a little bit this year. Now, Kevin Carius' event was not down. I mean, he he had a lot of people engaged in it, but there were some other tournaments around town that are feeling a bit. The economy's in a difficult spot. Some might say a change of federal government might help that come the fall. That's for another Mm -hmm. time and another Mm -hmm. place. Did you guys feel it at all? Because it is a record amount that you've donated, but did you feel in certain different events that you organized and ran that there were some challenges absolutely we we felt uh we felt it as well and um some of our events that we held were not as successful as previous years uh but incrementally we had other events that were new that were a little bit better but because we are a funder uh to uh charitable organizations in northern alberta i will say the number of requests that we had for funding far outweighed our ability like we just didn't have the dollars to fund everybody i mean i wish we had all the money in the world but we don't so our board had to make some tough decisions but at the end of the day it was uh, a record year for our donations and um you know we 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 couldn't be more happy and i think you know we've got we've got such great partners we've got such great fans to your point the community really supports uh, our foundation and for that we are so grateful um, you know it, and it's not always about money um, you know Daryl Cates will provide us uh, with his suite from time to time we bring in children from the Stollery and their families from Ronald McDonald House and so we're able to utilize our unique resources sometimes it's just it's not about the the check that you write it's the things that you do it's the hospital visits that our players do and engage with and our hockey helps kids program and you know it's it's other things that we do as well which is on top of incremental to the dollars that we give but 
you know, we're we're very, very uh, humbled by the support that we get from the entire community. So the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation supported 106 charitable organizations and minor hockey groups this season, including the Christmas Bureau of Edmonton, We, Hope Air, uh, Covenant Foundation, Right to Play, Edmonton Down Syndrome Society, Special Olympics Edmonton. I think that might have been part of the, was that part of the uh, Iron and Frost? Part of our, yeah, yeah, it really was. And, and you know, Joe Moss is such a wonderful ambassador for uh, Edmonton Down Syndrome and Special Olympics. And, uh, you know, I know his family is uh, uh, grieving right now yes. with the loss of Stephen. But Joe is uh, such an integral part of our organization, and uh, we're, we're, we feel very fortunate to have him. All right. Um, so people can, uh, for more information on this, they can visit EdmontonOilers.com. Is that right? You bet. All That's right. right. Let's do it again. And uh, w- okay. when we get closer to, uh, are we going to do Iron and Frost Gala number three? No, not this year. We're gonna we're gonna change it up. We're gonna do a golf tournament this year. And we're gonna alternate iron and frost the next year, just to keep things fresh. Oh well, there. See, fun. I I was wondering why I had not received any uh, any notification <laughs> on that. So uh, I, I think we discussed the concept. So uh, can we? Is it for public disclosure yet? What we're doing yet with the golf tournament, or is that? Not quite yet. Okay, not, so we're, that, we're that's ready the, to hit press, but not quite yet. All right, so that's that's known as a tease in this business. So Natalie, we'll get you on when we're ready to roll with that okay. as well. Okay, take care. Awesome. Thank Alrighty, you. thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Natalie Mickler from the uh, Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation. Well, uh, what's the saying? I, I, can you even? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Say that anymore? The cat is out of the bag. Uh, anyhow, I digress. It is 121 in Edmonton. We're going to take a timeout. We'll get back to more conversation. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It's 122 in Edmonton. Uh, we are going to jump quickly back in. We've got another live guest, uh, Alex Chason, re-signing a tier extension on uh, on Monday. Uh, we've endeavored over the last uh, 24 to 48 hours to hook up with Alex, and uh, he has been kind enough to join us right now. Alex, how you doing? Hey, Bob. I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming on the show here. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I know you were – it was interesting. I was watching Washington's moves because I thought uh, somebody had told me that they would be per- potentially interested in having you. And when they uh, when they got the deal done there with Garnet Hathaway, I said on the air, okay, well, that means the owners, uh, given what's happened, you know, Edmonton's going to have a heck of a chance with Chase on. So was I out to lunch? Uh, was Washington one of the teams that your agent was talking to or was – it pretty much solely focused on Edmonton. 
Uh, I'm not actually. I'm. I'm not sure. Uh, there's had uh, been too many discussion with uh, with Washington. Um, there was a few teams uh, out in the Western Conference that uh, showed uh, quite a bit of interest, but um, I think you know as well as I do that I've, I've been pretty honest with uh, how uh, I liked my time in Edmonton, and uh, I guess my goal one was uh, always come back and. Uh, I'm glad we were able to figure something out and um, get something done before free agency started. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty remarkable story, Alex. You came here last year in a PTO. Uh, we knew Scotty Upshaw was going to come in. He got hurt even before we got to practice uh, with the Oilers, and uh, and then you were in on the PTO. You, you played well in the preseason. The Oilers signed you to a deal. Did you think you'd have a career high in goals last year when you when you you know went from winning the Stanley Cup to not having a contract to to playing your way onto a team? Yeah, to, to be honest, I think uh, it, it's fair to say that last year might have been my real last chance to, to prove what I could do in the NHL. And um, obviously, I didn't get a chance to sign a contract uh, uh, early July last year, but. Um, I wanted to give myself another shot. I, I felt like the last uh, two years uh, before that, that uh, my game had grown quite a bit, and I've learned a lot from different guys that I've played with. And uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I, I waited until uh, the end, and I, I figured that um, I did my due diligence with, with uh, looking at roster and some position that might be available, and I figured, hey, Edmonton, if I get a chance to play with some of those guys and my games at, the, you know, at a good level where I can compete and contribute offensively and be sound defensively, hey, like this might be a good spot for me. And look where we're at now, a two years uh, extension and. Uh, Really glad uh, everything got figured out. Well, you got 22 last year. It's hard to score 20 goals in this league. Like, Alex, if you got 35 in the next two years, to me, that would be great. But I don't want to limit you. You tell me, like, do you think you can get better as a player? I mean, you're now in your late 20 or 28 now, I'm thinking. Uh, can you get better as a player with time? For sure. I, I've always been a, a guy that I think if you don't work at your game on different things, then – you know, you're going to be out of the league before you know it. The way the league works now, the young guys come in with the salary cap and all that. Um, uh, for me, I feel that that's what's really driving me this summer is I know the kind of opportunity I, I can have next year, and I want to duplicate what I did last year and, and be better. Um, there are things where obviously there was a, a gap from, um, I think it was early January till mid-March. I, that was 22 games where I didn't score a goal, but I think my game, I also bring something else to the table. I, I can be a player that can help defensively, and I can help those big guys uh, on the power play and things like that. So uh, I've always looked to improve. I, I really, uh, in, in my position, I, I didn't have a choice to, to sit back. I was going on camps on tryouts. I always had to show up in the best possible shape that I could be and prove that I belong and get a contract on the team. So those are things that will never change with me. I think I've learned a lot from that, and those are all things that I've learned the past couple of years that uh, all going to help me going forward. How closely have you followed the, you know, what Edmonton has done? I mean, the Oilers weren't, they didn't make the sexiest of moves, Alex. I mean, they, they obviously, they bring in Mike Smith in goal. He's a very athletic, gifted goaltender. Uh, they add uh, Granlund up on the left wing. That's another veteran guy. 
The one sense I get is they don't want to push any of the kids up, and we had some kids that played ahead of you to start last year, you know, like uh, obviously Paul Yarby and Yamamoto uh, were in the top nine, and Ty Ratty was on the team as well. But I do get the sense that the coaching staff and the management want to have a little bit of experienced uh, players. Your thought on that? Yeah, I think, uh, well, first of all, with the goalie situation, if, if you look at uh, the majority of the teams that made it into playoffs, and more so in the league now, you see a lot of teams going with, uh, you know, two number. There's a few teams with, you know, the Carey Price and the the Bobrovsky, the, the guys that are high hand, if, if I can say. But the majority of the teams have guys where, uh, you know, you, you don't see the goalies that play 70 games anymore. You see a lot more goalies uh, where they share duty, where you no know, one guy can play 50, the other guy plays in the 30s and. Um, that's what you want. You want two guys that can push yourself, push themselves, and compete for a spot. And that's a healthy relationship uh, from a goalie standpoint. Uh, standpoint. And you see a guy like Mike Smith. Obviously, he's been in the league for a while. Uh, I've heard he's really committed to his fitness. Uh, he's a guy that's athletic, plays the puck really well. Uh, he might give a, a different look to our team and push Miko to be a, a better goalie. So. Uh, uh, that's for sure a good addition on on uh, on that point. And uh, as for young guys, uh, I think if the young guys are ready, the team's going to find a way to uh, put them in the lineup. Uh, I think the last couple of years have shown the guys, the teams that win the majority uh, in the playoff, and the, the teams that have won the last two Stanley Cup, um, they're experienced teams. Uh, you, you don't see a lot of guys, a lot of uh, players that don't have a lot of experience on on those teams, and. I think that's the way the league is. You need experience in this league to have success. It's not It's not an easy league to win. Um, and the more of the guys that you can bring, the guys that have 200, 300 games, uh, they know how to play the game, they know how to manage their body throughout the season with all the travel in the Western Conference. I think those are all intangibles that uh, are, are going to be good for the orders uh, this year. Alex, we appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you here in training camp, okay? Thanks, Bob. Have a good summer. You bet. That is Alex Chason of the Edmonton Oilers. It is 1.30 in Edmonton. Let's go off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.